Live from Vanadil. Limit Break Radio. With your host, Anne Nero, Callo, Argit Lamp, and Sale. Welcome to the next level. LimitBreakRadio.com. Welcome to a very exciting edition of Limit Break Radio. I, of course, am one of your hosts, Aniro. And all I got to say, ground strike. And everyone's favorite thief, I'm Kahlo. No, I'm not necessarily everyone's. <laughs> I'm Sale, enjoying my little bit of time off. And I'm Arjit Lam, swiftly cutting my way through enemies with Switchblade. Joining us this week, we have a very special episode. This whole episode is going to be devoted to Beastmaster, a job that is massively underrated, and we have not even began to touch on. Well, a little bit with with Gamer, but um, not, not as much as we would have hoped for. Yeah, yeah. So joining us this week, uh, Krojnar from the Shiva server. Krojnar, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Very nice to be here. Awesome. Well, it's very nice to meet you, and we got a lot to talk about with Beastmaster. But first, it's it's been a while since we've done the show, and um, all I gotta say, real life issues. That's I mean, that's the best way I can put it. Um, there are times when you know we're taken not only away from the game but from the show. Um, so we apologize for the lack of updates. Um, so you know, to make up for that, why don't we talk uh, a little bit about uh, what we've been doing in our time off from the show? Uh, Arjit, you want to start? All right. Yeah, I've actually been very, very busy these past couple weeks. I have finished getting all of my staging points. I've gotten to level sixty-five, Ooh. and I have. Just out of curiosity, how many tries did it take you to get the, uh, is it the, the, uh, the... Iris Atoll? That's the one, yeah. Yeah, yeah um, I died about four times <laughs> trying to get to the staging point. Yeah, that, that, that's funny because I didn't die at all on any of my staging points. Yeah, so. I, I didn't either. Oh, well. The symbols can be rough. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> indeed. Flea, raining. flea helps. Uh, that's what I've found is that flea helps greatly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or just running, running. Yeah, that's true. So, that's so true. Uh, when you died those four times, uh, what caused it? Did you get hit by the the imps? So, um, there were imps. Uh, me and my white mage friend actually started running out of sneak and invisible right at the wrong time, mm. or yeah. the right yeah. time, <laughs> the right time for massacres. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then other than that, uh, I've also <clears throat> just gotten Swift Blade. Uh, I got that Ooh. in the last Besiege that I did, actually. Congratulations. And, and you can rest assured that everybody in Besiege knew when it happened, too. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, how exactly did you know that? Like, where were you when Arjit Lam Any, got Swift Anyone Blade? who was in, in the zone knew it because he was having a party. <laughs> <laughs> what, were you Swift Blading literally everything? Uh, when, whenever I got 100 TP, which is probably, like, every... 10, 15 minutes. <laughs> or, or when he realized that he has an item that gives him TP. No, actually that besieged uh, NPC that gives that item was not there, so I couldn't use that item. Yeah, actually, good. Uh, th- that's a that's a really good point. Did uh, I did besieged recently, and uh, we were short one general, and we got like maybe not... I, I don't know how many items you normally get in besieged, but we got like five. Ugh. 
Oh, it was, yeah, it made for a really... And it was against the Undead Swarm, so it made for a oh. really long besiege. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's too bad. Uh, anyway, Sale, what have you been up to? <laughs> Nothing. I have not been able to get on whatsoever because of... Well, I wouldn't say real-life issues. I would say real-life... Obligations. Obligations. There you go. Yeah. Well, ho- hopefully with... Uh, you know, with December coming up, we get a little bit more playtime. We'll be able to see in game a lot more. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I hope so. I miss everybody so much. I'm looking forward to coming back from my little vacation that the, I'm on. The question on the mind of the Titan server is, where is Sale? Everyone that has has sent a tell to me has been asking, you know, where's Sale? I want to send a tell to him. Is he on? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, I'm more elusive than Ani. <laughs> It's true, and I'm not on very much. I haven't been on uh, uh, a whole uh, a whole ton recently. Uh, Kahlo, you wanna you wanna what have you been um, doing? Yeah, sure. Well, um, I just got accepted into my Dynamis Shell, which I've only been on one run so far, and they have been absolutely phenomenal. Oh yeah, uh, how'd that one go? The well, we was Dynamis Bastock was the first one that we did, and I'm not gonna lie. At first, I was a little skeptical because I've heard some real horror stories about Dynamis in general, and I mean it. it it went really, really smooth. I watched Dynamis once when you were doing it, Annie. Right. And um, the, like one of the first pulls seemed like there was twice as many mobs as what you were fighting. Yeah. So I'm kind of like, oh, no, you know, what's going to happen here? And we took them down relatively easy. We got moving along really quick. And it's like all it was was a, you know, press, to, press of the assist macro here and there. Yeah. And because there were no thieves on our run and no one was lotting on thief relic you know they said you know does anyone mind if uh if our new thief goes into negative points if the relic drops and i'm like i don't (laughs) it's cool with me like like you're gonna complain and um lo and behold uh about an hour into dynamis the assassin's vest dropped and i lotted unopposed so congratulations That's great. You gotta love it. That's great. You can lot those things on the post. Oh yep. yeah. And uh, it's like, ooh, free. I got a, mine. I got a couple of buying bills from stealing too. About halfway through, people are like, so have you been stealing to get currency? And I'm like, you can steal it. And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, I am now. <laughs> <laughs> but um, other than that, I had to sell some of my plus one gear because I'm running a little low on money. No, but, poor baby. Uh, oh, you, oh, by the way, I looked up uh, Plastrons on Odin's server. Yeah. Or uh, not the Plastron, but the uh, the, the leg equips. Uh, the black curuses. Yeah, they're going for about one mil. Yeah, wow. How much are they going for on your server? Uh, 2.4 at the oh. moment. Uh, that's actually the next uh, piece of gear that I'm looking to acquire, a uh, pair of black curuses. i seen that uh, Dark Knight with uh, all plus one of the Plastron, by the way. Really? Yep. That's impressive. Mm-hmm. Wow. He must expensive. Have, must have been a crafter. Uh, OMG he, hacks. <laughs> <laughs> no, he must have been a crafter. He yeah, must have crafted yeah. all of it. Actually, I, mean, uh, uh, I think he was. He had a bunch of crafting stats in his bizarre comments. So. Yeah, yeah, I, I can imagine. So other than the Dynamis business, uh, I've been getting hard back into leveling. Both myself and Nero are, are in that final stretch for level 75 and oh, yeah. well, just way to spoil my surprise <laughs> <laughs> i'm actually 5k to next level now are you so yep that that's going to be my my goal as you know as soon as we leave here and um i i also i think that i've landed myself a static party for merits oh yeah yeah i think so that's good to know 
yeah, that's about it, though. Statics, so. as far as uh, as I know, I think statics are generally easier to find when it's you know seventy five mm-hmm. somewhere yeah. around there, just because of the amount of people that are seventy five. You know, there's a there's a as you said on the last show, there's a much higher pool of people who are seventy five than Any say you know range. three. Yeah, yeah, in your in your level range. Mm-hmm. So, um, cool. Congratulations. Ty. Uh, moving into uh, into my update. I also hit 74, as Kahlo so wonderfully told you all before I got a chance to. Um, OMG spoilers. What's, what's funny about that, though, is that I also am 5K TNL. So, uh, yeah, it looks like we'll, uh, we'll both ding, hopefully, tonight. So that's, uh, that's kind of a big deal. Um, first job to 75. Uh, I think that we can all safely say that that's, that's a pretty big deal. After yeah. three years for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same here. Same here. Are you guys worried about dinging 75 at all? Like that uh, maybe you'll lose a little momentum afterwards? You know, that is, that is uh, a concern of mine. However, uh, I've been really doing a lot of uh, research on meriting and where I want to spend my merit points. So right. I think I'm anxious to get into meriting just because I have a plan for it. You know, with yeah. leveling, y- you just level. You know, you j- you throw up your uh, you throw up your flag and you just seek for however long until you get a party and then you keep leveling up. Mm. But uh, with merit points, as you know, if I have a, a more solidified strategy, I think it'll actually end up uh, motivating me even more. Not to mention, uh, as when, when you're leveling up just from 1 to 75, you have the same thing to look forward to as other people. Yeah. This job ability, this trait, this equipment. But once you hit 75 is when you get to start customizing yourself. It's true. Yeah. So that's very much true. Exactly. Then start making it into yep. your own. And um, before I got this, you know, this, this possible static for mm-hmm. meriting, my plan was to just take Ranger to 75 before I started doing merit parties. But um, now that, uh, you know, they want my fee for the static, uh... I don't know. We'll have to wait and see what happens. Uh, what kind of merit party is that going to be? Is that going to be like a um, uh, a TP burn party? You know, when the person sent me a tell, they're like, you know, I I heard you're interested in joining our burn party static. So okay. so apparently that's what they're calling it. However, yeah. my friend Kylera is also in it, and she's a paladin, and I'm a thief, and those are two jobs you you know you normally don't see in burn parties. Yeah. So I don't right. know. You know. Uh, well, thief, you're going to see in a, in a TP burn party, absolutely. Well, you'll, you'll see that. Well, isn't that more towards uh, when they get the DD and gear, such as the uh, Hecatomb harness, you know, the strength and dex and whatnot? Well, even so, I mean, at that point, have have you been in the party yet? Um, have you, have not, you done any meriting? Uh, no, I haven't yet. I'm still 74. You're going to love it. You're going to love it because you get so much XP, it's just absurd. I mean, you can get, I mean, some people talk about getting like 7K an hour. Wow. Oh, I mean, you have where you have to go is the uh, the staging points. That's usually yeah. where it's Yeah. Going. Speaking Absolutely. of which, just just last night I was in a party. We got 6k within the first 30 minutes. Yeah. I was like I I was pulling I'm the witness. I, w- I was pulling 2 to 3 imps at once and our blue mage, longtime friend of mine Akeem, would solo one imp while we were fighting the other two. Wow. They're very squishy. Yes, <laughs> they're great. Oh yeah, definitely. Gotta love squishy mobs. Uh, Karoj, what have you been doing over, uh, you know, about the last week or so uh, in game? Well, honestly, the last, actually, the last few weeks, I haven't even been able to play that much. I think mm-hmm. the last, uh, last two or three days, I've only been able to get on maybe once or twice. Sure. Uh, I did a little bit of meriting. Uh, we merited. Um, I think we were fighting hippogriffs in. Um, Reverend Site A, 
Oh, okay. It's a capped area, so we can go into a capped area. It's capped at 40, but mm-hmm. we merit there, and uh, I think we were getting about something like 7 or 8K an hour. Wow. I mean, wow. it was great. Yeah. I mean, they're very – I mean, we it works best with four beasts. I think mm-hmm. five or six things starts to slow down a little bit. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, that was the first time I had actually merited there, and it was awesome. Wow, was awesome. great. A little hard to get there, though. Yeah, it's true. I mean, you're you're also talking to someone who's still on, you know, uh, the Minotaur uh, COP. Yeah. So, oh, that's uh, the best one. <laughs> that's so a great say. one. Oh, well, uh, unfortunately, I can never find people to do it. It seems like. Yeah, so. you might have to wait for me. Yeah, they don't really. <laughs> people aren't really shouting as much anymore. The way that I hear it, it's usually once you get into a sky or or CLS, then people. All just, you have to do is find two beasts, and you could do it. The Minotaur, really? Two, two beasts can handle the Minotaur, no problem. Wow, wow. See, and you don't even have to go through the maze. What you do is you have one beast go through the maze, who hopefully knows the way, mm-hmm. get to the Minotaur, and because it has a draw in, it'll draw you all in right from that starting area right to the fight. <laughs> oh, yeah. because uh, I, So I you actually... don't have to worry about getting all these people you know, through the maze. Yeah. There are slimes you can grab there. Uh, certain <laughs> mobs that can actually take care of it. Two beasts in my link shall have done. It is possible. Wow. Well, all right. Keep that in mind then, people, if you have some, uh, some beast friends out there. Okay, so let's uh let's talk about beastmaster something that we we really haven't delved into at all here on limit break radio a little bit maybe but uh for the most part you know when we talk about beastmaster it's usually a passing mention so uh here's our opportunity to give a little bit more uh exposition about uh a job in final fantasy 11 that gets kind of a bad rep so um Croge, when it comes to beastmaster what are some basic things that you have to know to level Beastmaster. All right. Um, well, first, the things you need to know is you need to be able to control hate. You have mm-hmm. to have an understanding of uh, what your role is going to be when you're soloing. When you're soloing, your, your pet is going to act as the tank, and you're okay. going to act as the damager. Okay. okay. Um, so what you have to do is you have to, they call it kind of the hate line. You have to make sure you don't go over it. And if you do go over it, you have to be able to get back to the other side of it. Uh, <laughs> so you otherwise, got, you're going to die. So you got to know how to, um, how to manage hate and not only that, but to, you know, how to uh, quickly stop yourself if, you know, if something gets, uh, gets too far out of hand. That's right. And you need to know how to, you know, um, how to put commands out to your pet without actually getting hate from whatever your your target is, okay. uh, whatever your prey is. And what ends up happening is um, Beast, they say, is one of those jobs that actually gets easier the further, the higher your level. Yeah. At, at a lower level, it is much, much more frustrating mm-hmm. than, oh, uh, than at higher levels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, basically, the first 10 levels are, are the same for almost any job. It's just, uh, you know, you s- yeah, it's just you get on the XP treadmill uh, and you get some Yagudo drinks and you just you just get to 11, all right? Yeah. And then you get to that one outlying area from your, your home nation, and that's really when you should start to try to charm things. Gotcha. Um, the first step is finding the right kind of pet. The right kind of pet, obviously, is going to be one that can be charmed. There are certain mobs you just can't charm. You have to find the right pet. Um, generally, you want to find a pet that's going to con at EM to you. 
that's okay. even match. Okay. The reason yeah. for that is um, if you were able to charm anything higher than that, a T or a VT, mm -hmm. um, for one, the charm is not going to last for very long. And second, if it's, if it's a higher level than you are, it's going to cut into your XP even more. Ah, okay. And that's something you have to realize. If you have a pet and you manage to kill a mob, you're going to take a 30% uh, cut in XP, unless it's a jug pet. Jug okay. pet, you get no XP cut. But that's really where um, uh, the ability to get rid of your pet comes into play. But I'll, I'll touch on that later. Um, so you want to get an EM pet because that's going to give you the most attack. That'll, that's the most powerful level pet that you can have without getting an XP cut. So that's why you're always looking for an EM pet. Um, the best kind of prey, typically, at the early levels is going to be either a T or maybe a DC. You want to, you don't want to fight another EM because you want to keep that as another potential pet. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, so typically, what you do is you you find an EM pet, you charm it. Hopefully, charm lands. If your charm fails, it's going to be pissed, and <laughs> you're going to be in a fight immediately. Yeah, um, you're going to be in trouble. Right, so early on, from like 11 to 35, try to stay near a zone line, or at least know where it is, Okay. Uh, because that's a good way to defuse that situation. A lot of beasts early on will stay right by the zone line, so if something goes wrong, and it is going, something's going to go wrong. It's just that kind of job. <laughs> it's going to happen. It's Get going to happen. <laughs> yeah, um, that's, one of the, that's definitely a running joke in the beast community. Um, Death is exciting. It's fun. I mean, if you can't handle a death, you know, being killed, you're not going to last in this job. Just, you're not going to make it. But you just got to be able to take it. Anyway, um, all right, so you've got your pet. Your pet's ready to go. You send it towards your target. And uh, what you have to do then is you can start meleeing, but typically you want to wait a few seconds to let the hate get locked onto your pet. Okay, you want that, you know, you want your target to be focused on your pet and not you. Sometimes if you melee right away, uh, you know, then there's going to be more hate on you or not enough on your pet. Right. So you give it a few seconds, then you melee, okay? Okay. Then what you have to do is you really have to monitor the health of the two mobs, okay? What you want to do is you want to get it down to a point where uh, your target has only a sliver of life left really just a very tiny amount, okay? okay? Now, if you're post level 35, your next step would be to hit uh, your leave macro. That's another thing. Macro is very critical. You would use your leave command, and then your pet stops being your pet. It just, you know, it just, it doesn't depop. It just stops being a pet. And then, immediately, your, your target prey now focuses on you. And so what you have to be able to do is kill it with that one sliver remaining and stay alive. And so that way you can get the best XP possible or Correct. Correct. Okay. Then you get no XP cut. Wonderful. No XP cut. And there are all sorts of other things you can do. Um, you can use the sick command and different kinds of mobs will have different sort of special attacks. Mm -hmm. um, let me see what else. Um, there's a, a, a macro technique um, that you can use before level 35 that they call the ghetto leave, which is a way... And it's not as bad as it sounds. Um, what you have to do is you, you write a macro that commands your pet um, at the proper time to heal towards you. It'll run towards you. 
mm-hmm. and then you put in like a wait for maybe one second and then you tell it to stay and what you do is you use that when uh, when your target prey is down to a sliver but your pet still has a lot of health okay all right or enough health so that it's going to lose the fight or rather, it's going to win the fight and you're going to get the XP cut. So what that does is it stops your pet from attacking. It starts running towards you. Then it stops. Meanwhile, the target prey continues to follow it and continues to wail on it to until attack. it's dead. Yeah. Okay? So then you just wait. So basically, you're sacrificing your pet. Yeah. And then, and then now the angry mob with your dead pet at its feet comes running at you. And hopefully, with that last sliver you're able to kill it right so you you know and now if you've been fighting it yourself you may be damaged as well mm-hmm. and so a lot of beasts have a problem they, they call it sliveritis uh. and that's where that la- it has probably 50 hit points left which is a tiny little sliver and you just can't hit it no matter what you do <laughs> no matter what you do and um and so that that can be frustrating that can be that's one of the frustrations of the job um and at the same time that this is happening um a lot of other things can go wrong you can have a um a nearby mob link to oh, yeah. uh to you just to you because you're standing away. i mean that's another thing unlock your camera mm-hmm. you have to be looking behind you all the time look around uh, constantly constantly because a, a lot of the places where we where we solo are are pretty packed with mobs Right. Uh, places like um, the Boyata tree, places like that where really the yeah. mobs are all over the place. And typically, you move around a lot within a zone. Mm-hmm. Um, what type of sub-jobs should you consider in the lower levels as a beast? Like the, uh, the first, you know, 10 through 35, say. The most popular one and the one that I use is White Mage. And that gets a lot of groans from people. Like, oh, if they're not into that, you know, they don't want to go that route. But really, White Mage is what you need to solo most effectively. I've also heard of Red Mage. Also works very well. And so does Ninja. Okay. Um, Two beasts, uh, let's say, duoing. Would it be viable for one to have the White Mage and another to have a Warrior for more damage? Or do you think that, that works? The hate? That works very well. That works Does very it? well. Really, what you need White Mage for is you need it for all the debuffs. You need it for Poisona. You need it for also primarily for the ability to cure yourself so that your, your downtime is reduced. Right. Because really, as you go, as you solo further through the job, you want to try to get as many chains as you can. You know, you want to get chain two, chain three, chain four, if possible. Mm-hmm. And you can't do that if you're resting. What level do experience chains actually start coming into play? Because, you know, I've leveled these one through 16, and uh, I haven't not, really seen any experience chains yet. Not going to happen to you yet. Um, uh, really, you need to use leave. Once you get to 35, you get leave, and then the, the whole game changes, <laughs> uh, beast-wise. Yeah. Um, really, where you're going to see most of your chains is probably... When you can start fighting gobs, when you start fighting goblins and bombs, mm-hmm. because they suicide, they self-destruct. Right. Now, a lot of people, I mean, again, I said you have to be a little bit crazy to get into this job. I mean, to solo a bomb, you have to be a little bit crazy, and you have to know <laughs> what you're, you're going to die. And, yeah. But it, that's, the fun, that's the fun thing about peace. Most of the deaths are going to be spectacular. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, no, really. I mean, you're going to have... it. it it happens in Boyhada Tree. I've I've been 
were using Mandy's, you know, those little mm-hmm. uh, those little plant guys. Sure. Um, and they link like mad. And you have oh, them, yeah. I don't know if you've been in the tree, but they are very densely packed in there. If oh, you get yeah. one very- pissed off. Yeah, I've had 12 wailing on me at once. You can't <laughs> last very long that way. But you, all you can do is laugh when something like that happens to you. Or, you, <laughs> or a bomb explodes in your face for 800 you know, what are you going to do? You, yeah, you're you done. just kind of got to smile but, and say, you know, hey, right. I can hopefully make this, this XP off. <laughs> right. But, yeah, well, you can. But yeah. when you're, I mean, there have been times when I was in um, Garliage Citadel where I'm XPing on bombs and, you know, I'm chaining chain four for 350 XP. That's a rush when yeah. you're doing that on your own and you're just I, flying through levels at that oh, point. Oh, man. I can imagine. Of course, one of the main criticisms of the game, you know, is that there's not enough solo opportunity. Everything has to be done in a party. And Beastmaster really kind of breaks that mold. Um, now, you know, depending on, on, you know, whatever your personal opinion is, if, you know, if you like the party system, personally, I'm a fan of it. You know, for Beastmaster, I can I can totally understand where you're coming from, where, you know, you're responsible for, you know, the XP. You are responsible mostly for your level gaining and grinding and stuff like that. I have and, no one to blame. I have right, no one exactly, to blame. Exactly. So, yeah. you know, it's kind of hard to, you know, in a party situation, there are people to blame. <laughs> And and you know it happens a lot. <laughs> you know you can't you can't kick yourself from the party. So, <laughs> but seriously, I I can understand I can understand the uh, the desire to and actually you know to to be honest I do want to give Beastmaster a shot. I've always wanted to. I've always been really curious about the job, and uh, and and now learning more about it uh, definitely makes me want to continue leveling. So uh, you mentioned now at uh, thirty five you get leave right. Right. right, which means uh, you just hit a macro and your pet is gone. It right. Just, you know, so uh, there's what that means is you don't have to worry about uh, lugging around a pet with you that is maybe damaged or hurt, and you, right. you know, and that that's the other thing. You can charm a pet, mm-hmm. but it only stays charmed for a certain amount of time, and right. then it uncharms and starts attacking you. So, <laughs> you know, early on, that's kind of an issue. If you've got right. a pet with maybe half half of its hit points, mm-hmm. um, if you send it at another mob, that's not going to solve your problem. I mean, it'll get rid of your pet. Your pet will eventually get killed, but then <laughs> you'll have a half-strength mob that's ready to, uh, you know, to crush you into powder. So right. you, that's why, really, after thir- if you can make it to 35... Then, as far as where that's kind of like the test in the beast community, whether you can make it to 35. If you're interested in the job, what I would recommend you do is mm-hmm. send an invite to a beast. Find a beast that's within your level and just send them an invite. Because it's not that I don't like partying or that other beasts don't like partying. It's just mm-hmm. we don't like waiting. Ah, uh, yeah. That- I didn't mind being in parties. I just couldn't stand waiting for an hour, two hours, and my schedule doesn't allow for it. That's really what brought me to Beast. Oh, I can um, totally relate to that. I mean, just seeking. I, I'm a dark knight for crying out loud. I seek for hours. For hours, literally. His you know. seeking skill is tapped, by the way, guys. Oh, I know. <laughs> 
I capped mean, at what, 50? No, it's mm-hmm. definitely up there in the 260 He doesn't ranges. have to worry about meriting it, yeah, let's put it, it that way. It's, okay, it's true. Cool. But uh, but seriously, I mean, you know, there are times, uh, and, in, and in fact, there have been entire months where I will be on almost every day and get almost nothing for parties. And, and you know, absolutely, that's a really good point that, uh, you know, um, with Beastmasters that, you know... It, it, you can you can go off and 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 solo on your own, or now, you can party, or you can party. There right. are party beasts out there, not many, but they are out there. Well, actually, that was that was going to be my next question. Is uh, in a party situation, you know, obviously we've been talking, we've been focusing on on soloing, um, but in a party situation, how does uh, the role of a beastmaster uh, change? Um, according to SE, there beast is not a solo job. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we're in a party, typically uh, we're more of a damaging class. Um, mm-hmm. We're we're sort of like a subpar, slightly subpar warrior. Okay, with the ability to have a pet. Um, we also act as excellent pullers. Excellent pullers. We can pull in, uh, you know pretty much a mob from anywhere, um, one of the techniques you use is if, say you want to get a particular mob that's within a large group of other mobs that will link with it, right. send a pet in, mm-hmm. they'll link to that pet, and then when you release your pet, um, only that one mob will come. You so know, very so. similar to uh, when summoners use a carbuncle to pull. Right. That's correct. That's correct. Also, you know, it's like having an extra party mm-hmm. member by having a pet. Oh, right, right. Um, I mean, if, if I leave my flag up as a beast, chances are I'm not going to get an invite. <laughs> right. Way. I mean, and I, I mean, I've tried to get into uh, to merit parties. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, I'm subbing white mage, so they're not that excited about that. But I have very good gear. They still, they won't even give me a shot. Oh, it's very bummer. strange. And that I mean, I, can, I put out very good numbers, plus, you know, Maybe not just me. Uh, I'm a Galkin, so I put out you know pretty good damage. But right. with the addition of my pet, it's uh, you know I'm not the p- kind of person who parses all of that data. But a lot of other bees have done that. They've parsed it out, and we put out a tremendous amount of damage. Mm-hmm. Now, I, mean, I, I I think one of the biggest myths too that keep people from inviting beasts to the party is everyone thinks that the pet takes down experience for everyone. Ah, uh, Brady Guide. Bastards. Ah, uh, exactly. They, they put out this thing where they said that everybody gets uh, an XP cut, and it's just not true. Mm-hmm. The only person who gets the XP cut, if you're using uh, a natural pet, a pet that's out in the wild that you that you grab, not a jug pet, which is right. something different, um, only the beast would get it, unless the pet itself was higher than the highest party members level like uh let's say the highest party member is level 65 and you pull in a pet that's at level 66 then everyone would get an xp cut it's like having a member of the party that's three levels higher right which usually that isn't the case right that's very rarely the case that's not going to happen and most beasts are not going to use a uh, a natural pet because if it if it uncharms or something like that, mm-hmm. most parties don't know how to react to that, and it uh, it throws them off a little bit. But jug pets work very well. Right. They so I mean, well. if you if you see a beast seeking, really what you're looking at is potential two more damage dealers. That's correct, and an excellent puller. And I mean, we're also a support job. I mean, if they're subbing white mage, then mm-hmm. they're going to be able to back up heal or heal themselves. So think of them like a damage dealer that's not going to need much healing. 
All right, yeah. And if they're subbing Nin, even bad, the the numbers from Nin are, are are just tremendous. And it's very badass to see two axes. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Plus, uh, you guys have A plus in axes, correct? Uh, we have A minus. Oh, okay. Well, a minus, but with merits, you can get it to A plus. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, why don't you talk uh, um, a little bit about jugs, because that you know that does tend to become a, a, a huge part of what Beast is. So. Yeah, we love jugs. Um, jugs are. Um, it's uh, there's a, an ability you get that uh, allows you to pull out. Uh, certain kinds of pet, they have different sort of jugs that have uh, different sort of familiars uh, that you will bring out. Now these pets are not usually as powerful as a natural pet. They're not going to hit as hard, they're not going to have as many hit points, um, but they will never turn on you and they're always there and you don't have to find one. Because that's a problem that, that that's one way that a lot of beasts end up dead. Mm -hmm. uh, their pet gets uh, wailed on and then they have to find a new pet uh, before, you know, in the meantime, they have an angry mob chasing them down. Oh, yeah. And they've got to find a pet. They can't find a pet, and they get killed. That's where your jug comes into play. The jug is going to save your life because you're going to pull, uh, you know, you're going to use it, and then you're going you're gonna to have a pet that's really disposable. You can, you know, send the pet after, you know, whatever's after you, and then you can either finish it off or make a break for the zone line. Right, and, and that's where your other abilities come into play, such as uh, you have your uh, reward, which heals the pet and whatnot. Right. right, right. That's also used. I really don't use it that much mm -hmm. um, soloing. That's really more for um, all beast events. We use jugs, I I'd say, most of the time for either farming or for big, big events. Okay, well, speaking of uh, big beast events, you are a member of Lords of the Beast. Right, I'm one of the one of the leaders of Lords of the Beasts on uh, Shiva server. Uh, the website is lotb.org. Uh, you can find out more about it there. Um, basically, we're an all beast link gal. We do have a few normies. That's our term for people who aren't beasts. We call them normies. Uh, don't take any offense. Uh, we have a few. We have a few people that are friendly with beasts. They're not going to rule us out as uh, as a job that can that can do something and. As as a link shell, I think we've been around for about for about two years, and it's been steadily growing, and uh, it really just started more like uh, like a social link shell. Mm -hmm. Time as our members got higher and higher in level, we started to want to do certain things that you know in Endgame and in Sky that that people just would not give us the opportunity otherwise. Sure. So if we didn't get together and do it on our own, it just wasn't going to happen. Mm -hmm. um, for a beast looking to do end game, um, uh, to be very upfront with you, it really depends on your server and the kinds of people that are in end game. Um, if you know people in an end game link shell, um, then you're more likely to be able to get into end game just as a beast. Right. But our experience on Shiva was that a lot of the people that were already doing that sort of stuff in those link shells, we really didn't fit into their strategy. Mm -hmm, no, right. it, was, it wasn't anything personal. They just had their strategies down. Mm -hmm, they knew what yeah. worked. And you know what? Some of these these uh, these items you need to do these quests, like the god popping sort of items, yeah. they cost millions to buy mm -hmm. them or hours to farm them. So really, you know, I can kind of understand why they don't want to take a chance. You know, they could give that spot to a beast, or they could give it to a dark. 
Right. Dark Knight. And Dark Knight, they know what to expect. They understand the dark. They uh-huh. know what's going, you know, what they're going to be getting from. So it, it it comes down to, you know, beasts are effective people, you know, once again just don't understand them and won't give them a try, but 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 they do have their place. Yeah, and we work very well together as a team. Lords of the Beast Link Show, we've been able to uh defeat all these sky gods. Mm-hmm. Uh and I think setting up for next weekend or the weekend after we're going to be doing Kieran for a second time. No, uh, so, yeah, I, I I heard that you guys had uh done Kieran. Did you uh did you take him down? Yes, we did. First try. I was amazed. Wow, congratulations. Amazed. That's congratulations great. on that. That's yeah. an accomplishment it was, in itself. Yeah. It was incredible. And uh we I tell you, it's uh we had um someone on our on our server who when we were discussing it and this this person, I don't want to uh say who it was but they were very very uh experienced i think they have like four jobs maybe five jobs that are at level 75 this person mm-hmm. has killed kieran probably 25 times so <laughs> right. very experienced and a 75 level beast wow okay and she said you guys are not going to be able to do this she said you're not going to be able to do it with we planned on taking about 20 to 25 beasts okay Okay, and she said, you would probably need at least 35 in order to take down Kieran. And in the first try, we were able to do it. That's and awesome. I'll, t- I'll tell you how it started. We, we had a very detailed plan. We had, uh, I have to be honest, it wasn't all beast. We had mm-hmm. some red mages. We had some ninjas. We had, you know, you know people who were going to help us kite mm-hmm. um, and who wanted to get in on it. And um, we had this very careful plan. And then nearly everybody died right away. Oh, no. Uh, I think the first god that was popped by Kieran, uh, like the sub-gods that she summons, yeah. was um, Bayako, the tiger, which mm-hmm. is pretty much the worst one. <laughs> one of the most <laughs> difficult ones. And um, so we rolled down. I mean, a lot of people are in the red or, or dead. And we just kept getting back up. I mean, I was really, I was really proud of my link shell. Everybody just kept getting up. And that's a great thing, because a level 75 beast subbing white mage can not only cast re-rays, he can also raise other beasts. So we just, I mean, I think I died maybe eight, eight or ten times. And some people even more than that. But mm. we just kept getting back. I know that sounds bad, but um, for, for a beast, that's not so bad. Because, I mean, if I lose, let's say I lose... 10k okay that's right. a week that's a weekend of, a, of of soloing and i've got all that back oh yeah and i don't have to and that's no wait time so for us xp is really just it's easier for us to burn it because we can solo sure yeah so that was uh that was a big thrill that we're able to do that well, that's awesome. I mean, that's, uh, li- like I said, heck of an accomplishment, even for a normal Link Shell, but uh, to do it primarily with beasts, I mean, that that must have taken a- an exceptional amount of planning. Yeah, well, the planning kind of went out the door, and then we really had to improvise. Yeah. That's, that's what made me happy with it, because we, and I didn't hear any complaining either. I mean, I didn't hear anyone complaining, saying, this is my seventh death. Let's just, <laughs> let's just stay down. Stay yeah. down, fool. Stay down. <laughs> Nobody stayed down. Everyone, I, I, I swear to God, I'll probably get in trouble for saying this, but I, after, I, after my fourth death, I said, when are they going to call this thing? When is someone going to say, all right, that's it, we lost. 
loss. Let's just just stay down. Everybody <laughs> stay down. Everybody just kept getting back up. And it was great. I, I love my Link show. I really. There you love go. They're, that's they're a great group of guys. Um, that's awesome. I mean, you know, if more Link shells just took that approach to like, ah, eh, screw it. It's only XP. We can get it back. You know, I mean. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Now I have a question for you, Croge. Sure. A couple uh, months ago, or you know, updates ago, I don't know how, how long it was exactly, but there was the big uh, patch that came out, which introduced the depop things and whatnot, known informally as the MPK update. That's just infamously mm-hmm. what it's known yep. as. Now, uh, a lot of beasts were in quite an uproar about this, so mm-hmm. why don't you go ahead and uh, talk about that? Well, um, okay, before the MK, MPK uh, patch, um, actually, Beast had a, a, had a very bad reputation because it was very, it's, as a Beast, before that patch, mm-hmm. it was really very easy to kill somebody. <laughs> if you wanted to MPK somebody, it was really very easy. Oh, uh, I always had, I, I had a Beast friend, every time that I would get in a bad party, just send him a tell. And go, hey, uh, can you, uh, you know, at the time I think it was on Quiffin Island. I was like, hey, uh, you want to come over here and uh, grab a Kraken and uh, wipe all these uh, dumb, uh, yeah, you know, I'm, that's it's going to go into a lot of expletives from there. But you get the general gist, <laughs> right? Bees sometimes have a problem where when we are soloing, we actually use up a lot more mobs than a typical party will. A right. party of six people will really only use up one mob per kill. A beast mm-hmm. will use at least two, sometimes three, depending on how many pet swaps you have to do. Right. Because occasionally while soloing, you'll need two pets to finish off one target, one target mob. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, that can be kind of disruptive to parties. But a lot of part. I mean, I know if you guys have partied, you've, you've had... <laughs> You know, a brush-ups with another party, and you're getting kind of crowded, and you're all oh. in the same zone, and you're competing for, you know, uh, for mobs. So all of the new Otteragon zones, then, like uh, every no, single not, one of them. <laughs> no, they're, no, they're not all. But yeah, but I but mean, that's I'm, it. Just seems like every party I get out there, it's uh, every time it's like, man, there are like five other parties out here. Where, you know, like right. where are we gonna grab mobs from? Right. And what will happen is um, if a party moves in and they just kind of ignore the fact that a beast is there, they'll get very upset, they'll feel slighted, and sometimes they'll MPK somebody. Yeah. And, uh, you know, our link shell, we were very much against it. And they had so many complaints. I mean, I would never MPK anybody. I would right. want to. I wanted to so many times. <laughs> no idea. I just wanted to kill, kill, kill. But I didn't. Yeah. I refrained. But um, what you could do before the patch that you can no longer do is you could have created what they called in in the beast community a zoo and what that is is i know it sounds funny you would kill off certain mobs until they repopped as em mobs and mm-hmm. what it allowed you to do also is let's say you want to farm okay in the boycotter okay. tree for example okay sure. you could go up into one of the deeper areas with mm-hmm. your tougher mobs grab you know, a, a, something that's an EM to you, uh-huh. and then drag it down to one of the lower levels where the mobs are a little bit easier. Like grab a Corrigan. I don't know if you've seen whether it's like a Black Mandy. You can uh-huh. drag yeah. that all the way down to the front of the boy tree and then just go on a rampage. And then when you re- when you release the pet, it would just slowly kind of wander back. And Back just destroy into- everything on its way. <laughs> yeah, maybe some parties might get killed along the way. 
that's a that's a risk you're willing to take. Well, that was right, a, right. Well, that that used to be really really prevalent in uh, Crawler's Nest is where yes. it used to happen a lot. Right. And I mean, I would get people would accuse me of of MPK. Never heard of them. I was I, I just walked in the zone. Just walked in the zone. <laughs> I get a tell MPK. I mean, they would just search Beast and then you know start sending them tells. Wow. So, you know, but in the Beast community, a lot of people quit over it. A lot of people got very upset over it, and I and I think it's kind of ridiculous. I mean, well, uh, do you know do you know why they got upset over it? Was it about the fact that they couldn't MPK anymore? Was that the uh, was that the big issue? Um, no, I don't think that there were very many people who really did want to MPK. Um, okay. Who did? I think that was a little bit exaggerated. But uh -huh. I think they were upset because you could have a nice pet, uh, a pet that's useful, and what you used to be able to do was release it, and then its health would slowly regenerate. Ah. Actually, I not see. even slowly, pretty quickly, and mm -hmm. then you could, you know, go on to recharm your next. It. Yeah, then you recharm mm -hmm. it, and you know rinse and repeat but right. um but now it it depops if you take it not even very far from where it spawned so um that that really it killed off a few of the uh the hunting grounds a few of the places where you could go and find em and t mobs at a particular level that you right. could solo on so um uh a lot of beasts were upset about that and they quit over it and it's wow. really kind of ridiculous because it's actually a benefit if you use it the right way, um, because you can grab um, you can grab a mob, charm it, and then just take it a short distance away from where it spawned, release it, it fades away, and then hopefully it pops back as an EM, you know, a more usable right, yeah. con. So you just have to make the best of it. I mean, I, someone in my link shell once commented that. Uh, Someone said, you know, well, what happened to all those beasts? And he said, oh, uh, they all became bards so they could sing sad songs. <laughs> Bunch of crybabies. Yeah, so the people awesome. who didn't make it, the people who didn't make it, you know, they just, I don't want to badmouth them, but they should have just stuck it out. I mean, maybe it was easy for me because when it came out, I was in my, my 70s already, so it didn't affect me that much. All right, let's talk a little bit about what type of gear that you're going to want for bees because based on, you know, what type of, of sub-job you have would determine the gear, plus I hear that beasts use a lot of equip change macros. Absolutely. We we carry so much gear. You're definitely going to do those gobby bag quests because you're going you're gonna to need all that space. I carry a lot of different gear for a lot of different things. Um, you're going to have, well, let's see, early on, early on in the game, in the job, uh, you're, you're not going to need a lot of expensive gear. Mm -hmm. You're mainly going to want gear that's going to increase your charisma because charisma is what determines your chance of landing charm. Okay. Okay, so the higher your charisma, the more likely you're going to be able to pull off the charm. The prettier you um, are, the prettier you are, the easier it is to get into the mom's pants. That's right. So you're going to see <laughs> so as a very manly Galka, I had to wear, you know, corsets and dance shoes and, <laughs> and, 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 and ribbons and 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 the charm macro, you know, the charm animation leaves a lot to be desired. I, mean, I have a gigantic pink heart flying out of my chest and <laughs> Have you ever seen the actual animation? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's. Uh, I, I wish they could change that. Yeah. It's. It's nothing. It's nothing like Soul Eater, where I have big black, various things and with, mixed with skulls coming out of my head, and I'm just like, oh, that's metal. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so for the gear, you have um, the other thing you want to focus on is accuracy. 
Ah, because getting yes. back to that last sliver, okay? Mm -hmm. yep. If you're not putting out a lot of damage, you still need to be hitting. So given the choice of swing and a miss mm -hmm. or hitting, but not hitting for too much, but at least hitting, you want to hit. Mm -hmm. So most beasts focus on accuracy. Because yeah, then when you do hit, your TP still raises. So. That's right. And later on, later on in the game, um, uh, tearing hate away from your from your pet is uh, mm -hmm. less and less of a problem. Early right. on, um, your pets are much weaker. Uh, at around the time when you're in the 40s and 50s, your pets at that point are so much more powerful than you are. Uh, you can melee, and it's very rare that you're going to pull hate. I mean, unless you're like an Elvon or something like that, and you're just putting up huge numbers. Another. Uh, Three pieces of, of, of gear that you want to try to get is uh, a light staff. Mm -hmm. uh, light staff is very useful. Um, it has a hidden ability um, that any light-based ability, uh, and charm is a light-based ability, will be vastly oh. improved when you use it. I didn't know that. I actually I had no idea that charm was a light-based ability. It is, and um, what happens is most beasts actually have two charm macros. Mm -hmm. The first charm macro, it switches out um, as much gear as they can that will, mm -hmm. you know, pile on the charisma, okay, so that they can, you know, hopefully land the charm. Right. Um, I have, and most other beasts also have, a secondary charm macro, which is, like, what they call, like, the holy crap, my life depends on this charm landing. <laughs> right. And that brings in even more gear plus the light staff or Apollos if you can afford it. Right, um, right. And that, um, and that really you're going to use only on certain mobs that are particularly hard to charm. And those are usually Opo Opos, like the little mm -hmm. guys, and, yeah. uh, and slimes. Slimes are, are notoriously difficult to charm. Now, what about weapon choices? I know that it was stated earlier that, uh, you know, Beastmasters have an A- minus when it comes to, uh, you know, axe. But um, is that the only weapon choice that, that Beastmasters really have, or can you go with another weapon? Uh, you can go with uh, another weapon. Um, usually, I think uh, in Sith, we have B-. minus. Mm -hmm. uh, but most beasts don't go with that because um, it has very long delay. Yeah. And if you're trying to get that last sliver off and you miss on your first shot, right. it feels like an eternity while this thing is, is beating the crap out of you. <laughs> Around here, we like to call that an Aniro. Right. <laughs> um, the, the third best would probably be Dagger. Um, or axe, uh, not mm -hmm. axe, uh, sword. Uh, a few of the of the beasts in in uh, Lord of the ba Lord of the Beasts Link Shell have actually worked up sword, so that we can get to a um, uh, the point where we can do spirits within. Oh yeah, because that's the one problem you have um, as an all beast group is we don't we can't really put up spike damage. Mm-hmm. Which you need for certain um, HNMs, yeah. Um, which have very certain certain ones have very high regen. Those mm -hmm. are very tough for us to take. We really grind a mob down. That's, right. That's how an all beast link shell works. We have, you know, eighteen pets plus eighteen beasts on one mob, slowly just kind of wearing it down. Yeah. Um, so a lot. Uh, 
probably about six or seven of them have uh, spirits within. Um, now, what about uh, burning circles? I know that, uh, you know, BCNMs, um, uh, uh, Beastmasters really do a lot of BCNMs, I've found. Or at least, you know, my or, friends who are Beastmasters, uh, you know, they're, they're, it seems like they're always doing BCNMs. Or at least that's the reason why most normies, as you put it, want to level beast is because they think they that's wanted, the main thing that it's used for is low-level BCs. Right, doing BCNMs. Really, how uh, you know how prevalent are BCNMs as far as you know the, the Beastmaster job goes in general? Uh, is it a really good source of income? Uh, you know, what do you, what's the primary uh, use of a BCNM? Well, for us, um, there are well, there are really two reasons why you see a lot of beasts doing BCNMs. Okay. Uh, the first reason is we get a lot of seals. We get mm-hmm. six, at least six times as many seals as a typical stinking normie. <laughs> <laughs> we get all the drops. Now so the animosity is coming out. <clears throat> yeah, now the animosity. So, uh, but, but really, when you're soloing, um, you get all the drops. So mm-hmm. really, when you're soloing, you're also farming at the same time. Right. If you're lucky, if you're getting, you know, if you're in an area that, you know, has some decent drops. Um, right. But with all those seals, then obviously you're going to be able to do more BCNMs. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are certain BCNMs that lend themselves to an all-beast group. Um, one of the earliest ones that, that I did uh, was Tales of Woe, and mm-hmm. that's a BCNM 40, capped at, at level 40. Um, if I recall, it has one uh, notorious monster hair, like a rabbit, in the middle. Yeah surrounded by seven or eight smaller rabbits. Now, those smaller rabbits can be charmed. So you can go in. Uh, every beast tries to get, uh, you know, to land a charm on at least one of the smaller rabbits. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you slowly pick off, you know, the other smaller rabbits that are uncharmed, get rid of those, and then everyone focuses on uh, the big rabbit in the middle. And I think it drops um, a valuable ninja scroll. You'd send me me. Yep. Anyways, uh-huh. so that one was an early money maker for us, and forty oh, seals, forty seals is not that hard to come by as a beast. Right. Most beasts are are, are relatively wealthy <laughs> overall because they can do the BCNMs, and and because we get all the drops. I mean, really, if you're soloing, the only time you're going to go back to a major city is probably to unload all the stuff to sell everything you know all your drops and maybe to up to update your gear if you wow. need to so the secret's out everybody thieves aren't the rich ones out there it's actually the beast well, masters all right, so that's stop the coming to me when you want things done <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so that's that's why we do a lot of bcnms another good one that we do is um, operation desert swarm that's mm, a fun one yeah. to do oh yeah yeah, that's got uh, the six different scorpions that you have to fight at once. Typically, we'll have six beasts go in, and everyone just grabs a scorpion. Um, there is a BCNM 20, uh, I think, where you fight a bird. Wings of Fury. Uh, Wings of Fury. I, I haven't actually done it myself, and I, I actually have to say, I'm, I find it hard to believe that a beast could solo it. But uh, I, actually, I think they changed it recently to make it a little bit harder. But that one drops the Astral Ring. Uh, which I yeah. think on Shiva servers like a, an easy 450k. Right. But but most gear that a beast is going to need is not going to be that expensive. Not All like right. some jobs, which is nice. So, Croge, uh, in in your opinion, uh, what is the best you know like personality type that would you know get into Beast really well? Um, you know what kind of what kinds of people would like the job? 
the kind of person who's going to want to become a beast is a, a person who doesn't mind dying, is going, going to have the patience to, uh, you know, to not be discouraged because mm-hmm. you're going to be killed. It's just going to happen. Right. Um, and also the kind of person who doesn't want to wait. The sort mm-hmm. of person who doesn't have uh, the time schedule to wait for an hour, maybe two hours to get, a, you know, into a good party. Um, that's that's really the the reason why I chose the job. My play times really would not allow me to be in a static. It's an it's an interesting uh, combination there. I don't want to wait, but I don't mind dying. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's true. Well, I mean, uh, you know, take the basic tank mentality, and then just you know put impatience on him. You've got a beast master. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding. Of course, not. no, not impatience, but someone who doesn't have a lot of time, of course, right. it is a very viable option as far as a, you know, a job goes. So I'm going to make it my goal. After this episode, I am going to unlock Beastmaster. <laughs> Try to do it with a buddy. Try to do it with a buddy. No, really, because yeah. if, you can, if you can duo, that makes it a lot more fun. And the other thing that, that I like about Beast is I get to see the whole game. I really mm-hmm. get to go to, I mean, if you look at where most parties go, they go to just certain zones that they mm-hmm. know that work. Oh, it's but true. Really, as a beast, you can really go just about anywhere, mm-hmm. um, especially with the white mage sub, because then you can sneak and invis, and really you can you can go not not just to zones that you might not see otherwise. Right. But you can go there and solo. You're there mm-hmm. on your own. You're making XP. You know, you're you're farming there. And, you know, you just get to be in more zones. You know, I, I like to explore. I like to go to as many different places as I can. And Beast lets me do that. And it sounds like um, with that, that you'll have a lot less traffic and a lot uh, less people complaining about you having to use so many mobs. Right, yeah. Because you're not going to be in party-friendly zones. You're going to be in zones that support the soloing abilities of sure. the Beastmaster. Oh, and we all know those over-camped zones, too. Oh. I, mean, I can oh. I can start rattling them off my head. I mean, some of them, you know, some of them are just so played out, especially because, you know, there are other options. I mean, Velcrum Dunes, for example. Why do you have to go to Dunes? Buburimu. Right, exactly. You could go to Buburimu, get the exact same amount of XP, you know, sit outside the zone. I mean, say, right to Selbina, or not to Selbina, to uh, Mahura. Not to mention, too, um, uh, they have better money-making possibilities. I mean, not on a huge scale, yeah. but, I mean, they don't have crawlers in Valkyrie Dunes. It's true. You know, and, and, and Silky, I don't know if it still is, but it used to be a pretty big moneymaker. Right. So, definitely. And, you know, when I first got into Beast 2, you know, the first thing, I'm, I goes, I'm not going to do this alone. I don't have the... Uh, sanity for it mm-hmm. you know but uh right. so, so every time i've tried to do it i've had three different people that i've been like hey let's go duo beast you know yeah and then we get out there and i'll die once and i'm like screw this i'm going home <laughs> <laughs> well can i make a suggestion absolutely uh, one don't don't give up i mean this it's a frustrating job but it does have a lot of rewards if you stick with it uh-huh. the second thing would be uh to seek out other beasts i mean there are forums out there you know, where you could speak to other beasts, you can make, mm-hmm. you know, if you just post whatever your problem is and you tell them where you are and what happened, uh, nine times out of ten, they're going to help you because, you know, they've been there before and they know what it's like to be on their own and have to, you know, right. to deal with these problems. And they're very experienced and as a community in general, mm-hmm. they're very helpful and friendly. So great. go as to a- those kinds of sites and, and read up on the job. 
as opposed to uh, posting anywhere else and getting a red mage who you know <laughs> tells you what you did wrong. <laughs> it's true. Right, right. Because um, that's that's what I that's what I like about beasts. They're not going to tell you the wrong or right way. They're just going to tell you what worked for them. Right. And leave yeah. it to you. Absolutely. All right. Yep. Very good. Uh, very good information coming from uh, Croge as far as Beastmaster is concerned. Thank you. Uh, you've uh, you've provided a uh, a wonderful. Uh, look into uh, this entirely different aspect of Final Fantasy XI that I had never, I had never gotten into. Um, the world of the beasties. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like that? <laughs> Instead of normies, right? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, absolutely, um, it's it's fascinating, and you know what? I think it uh, it deserved the entire show to uh, to really discuss this topic and to discuss it well. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, let's take a look at some of the emails that uh, that we have been accumulating in our time off. So. <laughs> All right, well, the first one we got says, this question is more directed toward Kahlo, but maybe someone else might know as well. For the thief job trait Treasure Hunter, is there any stats such as strength, dex, etc. that increases its effect? Also, are there any items that affect Treasure Hunter? Thanks. Annie's Dark Knight homie, Zelgatus. What's up, Zelgatus? Now, yeah. as, as, as awesome as it would be to say that you know strength or dexterity affected Treasure Hunter, unfortunately, it doesn't. However, there are certain items that, as a thief, you can seek out to increase said job trait, mm-hmm. such as the ever-popular Thief's Knife, which drops from Sozu Rogberry in the Temple of Ugly. <laughs> now, if you don't want to camp against the usually 10-plus people out there camping it in this tiny little 5x5 five five room, you could always pay the 25 mil to get it off the AH. Good luck with that. Yeah. <laughs> there is also the Assassin's Armlet, which is the relic hand equips for Thief. Thief. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what about a, a Millionaire's Desk? Ah, yes. Oh, wow. I have I have read up so much on Millionaire's Desk. Okay. There are a lot of people who think that the Millionaire's Desk gives a hidden effect of Treasure Hunter. Now, it's not like most furniture where it gives you, you know, Mog Enhancement experience or fishing. You know, it's not going to say Mog Enhancement Treasure Hunter, but some people have said have sworn that that it increases their drops other people have said that it doesn't there, there there's no official here's okay it, here's the note from ffx cyclopedia uh some believe that this piece of furniture has a hidden effect of adding treasure hunter job trait uh or enhancing the trait if one is active others believe that the treasure hunter effect only goes into effect if the desk is placed in the mog house and the player has one million gil on his or her person uh but it it, it says also that the existence of this effect has has yet to be verified through experimentation. Mm-hmm. So, you know, no one really quite knows at uh, at the moment if this is for definite or not, but it's it's one of the rumors out there right. that this does increase uh, Treasure Hunter uh, the, effect. The best way to increase your Treasure Hunter, though, is to get gear that specifically says increases Treasure Hunter. Yep. Uh, so our, our next email isn't really a question, but um, I think you just got one-upped, Annie. Oh, no. This comes from the Shiva server from a who's now a Thief 75 and also a Sam 70. They didn't give their name. However, it turns out they got Sky when they were Thief 45. Wow. Yeah, I got owned. Yeah. <laughs> pretty, pretty big time. I mean, that's that's 10 levels below, you know. Wow. That's... And, 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 and at 55, I was struggling. I mean, mm-hmm. really, you know, everyone else was doing all of the work and I was essentially doing nothing. I can't imagine the the amount of support that uh that that player must have had uh you know back in backing them up because i'd like to know the story behind how they decided that I absolutely mean, yeah. and endgame ellis is just sitting around well we've already killed kieran 10 times this week and sky's full 
why don't we run a level 45 through skies? <laughs> right. Okay, yeah, sure, yeah, let's yeah, do it. Exactly. Yeah. Wow, yeah. Mm -hmm. Definitely got one up, so uh, All right. congratulations. Yeah, absolutely. Although I'm sure I didn't need to tell them that they, they were the one that got sky at 45, so they, you know, have experienced the inher inherent benefits to mm -hmm. uh, having uh, having sky early, so. Okay, and uh, our next email comes from Shugo on the Carbuncle server, says, you guys talked in the past about ninja throwing shurikens and ninja techos plus one stats and stuff. Now, I'm a 75 ninja with cap throwing, and I've always wanted to use shurikens in a party-type setting at later levels. I jumped when they made the merited ability Sanj, but it's like a joke. Ninjas have, have no good reliable type of shuriken that's cost-effective. The previous strongest shurikens, which was the Fuma shuriken at level 60, only stacked to 12 and are, and are made out of gold and mithril, costing a lot of money to make only three. Mm -hmm. The next lowest is the Manji Shrooken at level 48, still costing about 110k a stack currently on my server, wow. and a little low for level 75 ninja to be using. Now in one of the updates, they did add a new Shrooken at level 75 called the Koga. I saw one in a Japanese player's bazaar and bought it the moment I saw it. Later found out that it only drops from an assault type in Nashmau and also from ISBCs. It appears to be way hard and not worth getting wow. to get a, a, a stack of them. Yeah. As, you know, they do stack to 99 and have awesome stats. Now, for some reason, you can't AH them, and I'm not sure if anyone knows how to synth them or if you even can. I'm so confused and I have no idea what SE is thinking. Look at the War Shinobi G, Ninja AF hands, pants, and relic body. A lot of stuff for Ninja has ranged bonuses, yet we have nothing to use. I mean, you know, we're the only job with A minus throwing. It's like SE just looked over at us when they made Shrukens. I understand Ninja's a pretty powerful job to start out with, and people would argue that we're already overpowered and don't need any more abilities. But I'm so confused as to what SC is trying to do. They keep saying they want jobs to have more options as to what they can add to the party, but what are they doing by making an ability that's only useful with an expendable item that's hard to obtain and not auctionable? Have you guys heard anything about ninja updates in throwing or Koga Shrukens? Um, well, to, to directly answer your last question, no. Nope. We don't get any insight. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I wish we did, but there's really nothing special about the four of us. We are just like you. We just have microphones. I'm a little better looking <laughs> than the other three. But. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, no, we have not heard anything um and and really it's unfortunate that um that there aren't more options for uh throwing in shuriken specifically um why why they would make shuriken stack to 12 and not 99 well i think it's uh some of them do some right them don't and, but it it just doesn't seem yeah. it doesn't seem like it has a point. Some of them may stack to 99, but the ones that do stack to 99, they're really difficult to get. You know, he, he mentions that in his mm -hmm. email. Um, and and so, yes, it's it, it's very frustrating having a lack of options. Now, to me, the Sanj ability, uh, that that speaks uh, a little bit of, of what SE might be planning for ninjas in the future. Um, what that means for current ninjas, you know, uh, if they haven't skilled up their throwing, they might want to do so eventually. A lot of people, when that uh, when the merit two abilities came out, um, you know, looked at Sanj and 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 really decided, you know, oh, this, you know, it's not something that I want to put any, you know. And if you if you don't have throwing skilled up, of course, it doesn't make any sense to put, uh, you know, uh, 
time and effort into into meriting the ability and 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 whatnot uh hopefully in the future we will see more options um you know i i, I obviously square enix has has a plan for throwing when it comes to ninjas they have to you know to give the to give the abilities that they do uh to give the buffs that they do on the gear that they do it, it it's got to be coming in there somewhere who knows where but uh that's that's just my personal prediction and if you want to see it sooner, the best way to to do that is to start using what they give us. It's true. I yeah. mean, sure, we don't have very good Shrukins. They're really cost expensive. The abilities don't seem like they're you know they're doing anything. But but what mm-hmm. I think SC is trying to do is they're giving us stuff to work with. They might not know what they want to do with throwing, but they're trying to take some direction. And if we don't take the initiative to to use those abilities and see how they work or why they don't work. Then SC's gonna go. Okay, well that didn't work. Let's forget about it. Right. Yeah. The exactly. more we use it, the more we comment on them, and the more feedback we give them, the more that's gonna help them help us. Yeah. So um, it may be real hard to use your throwing, but try to embrace it as much as you can and give feedback when you can. Okay, so that's it for the emails. And now, usually at this portion of the show, we introduce an adventure of the week submitted by you, the listeners. Now, lately, we haven't really been getting a lot of feedback on the board. So in order for us to to give adventures of the week, you guys have to submit them on the board. So, you know, once again, if you have a player that you think has done an exceptional deed or a specific thing to help people out, go ahead and post them on the board. We go through it. We read that. And uh, we'll give them a quick shout out on the show. So, you know, check that out, guys. Kraj, actually, uh, is there anyone that you know that uh, that you would like to uh, to give a shout out to or to give special mention of? There are a lot of people, but I'll pick one. I would say it would be Darcy. He's the leader of our Link Shell, and he kicks ass. <laughs> great, great Link Shell leader. He basically carried me through the Promivion missions. Carried wow. me on his back through all three missions. Please tell me he's a Taru Taru. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see that. And he's just uh, he. We have a lot of good link shell leaders but he really does bring everything together he organizes huge groups of people and he's just uh he's really doing a great job so there you have it darcy our adventure of the week this week uh nomination coming from uh Krojnar. And uh, yeah, awesome. So there, there you go. There's your adventure of the week. So, um, but if you do have anyone that you do want to nominate for adventure of the week, yeah, like Kahlo said, just hit up our website, go to our forums, and just make a quick post about it. Um, it's real, uh, real simple to do. And I think, uh, yeah, I think that uh, wraps it up for the week. Um, make sure again, go to our website, register on our forums, become active in the community, uh, in the Limit Break Radio community. Um, yeah, we're reviving it right now sorry about the delay yeah we we apologize in the delay for episodes um hopefully now we should be getting on uh, a weekly schedule uh might have a couple more uh you know vacations in there um but you know for the most part we want to try to remain uh, doing this on a, on a weekly basis so uh yeah get active in our community it's the best way to hear what you want to hear if there's anything that you want us to talk about any anything that we say that wrong on the show correct us we invite you to do that all can be done limitbreakradio.com sign up on our forums we're very active so uh yeah that's definitely it for this week i'm a hero keep listening and i'm kyle i'm sale i'm just glad to finally be coming back from my vacation and i'm argelon with my swift blade and i'm croach from uh, shiva server big call out to all my other beasties and lord of the beast link show and here comes my roar they've all been looking forward to it I'm just going to do some deep breathing first. I'm working it up. Hold on.
focusing my key. <laughs> Thank you, Croge, for joining us, uh, opening up a whole new world. Uh, for me, at least, definitely gonna go unlock Beastmaster now. So, I'm such a trend follower. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do this. Next week, he's gonna be a puppet master. Oh, <laughs> but thank you, thank you again, Croge, for joining us uh, here on Limit Break Radio. Thanks for having me. Tetramaster and Vanadilla registered trademarks of Square Enix. Square Enix and play in line of trademarks of Square Enix. Limit Break and its hosts are solely responsible for its content.